night, Thursday night, we got Miss Risky on the show tonight. Also, um, follow us on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitch, Twitter, and uh, Periscope. Share it with your friends to let them know that we live on the show. Yes, you did read the title right. Uh, we're going to be talking about how do you feel about these big companies getting this PPP grant. And also, major hotel chain have been sued because they're connected to human trafficking. Want to know how you feel about it. So go ahead and send your uh, chat in, your, your comments, your question. And um, let's get this party started. Miss Risky, welcome to the show. Welcome, yeah, welcome, you. welcome. How was your week this week? Uh, uh, chaotic. <laughs> but that's to be expected in payroll. Hey, I, trust me, I understand. I feel you on that. Um, man, today had been a crazy day. Um, yeah. I I know we discussed what we're going to talk about tonight, but it's open for we can discuss about what's on your mind. But Man, I seen this video earlier today on Instagram, and it it had a a warning out for for sisters that are traveling, and this happened in Miami, Florida. I believe the hotel was a resident in, and it was a group of sisters on a girls' trip, and I guess this happened about a week or so ago. Yeah, they was on a girl's trip. And while they're on this trip, it's like, hey, um, they in a room chilling. Then all of a sudden, they door open up. Some guys walk in and they ask, I'm not going to say the name, but they ask for a particular person. And they didn't know who these guys were. So they end up leaving. They end up leaving. And the the guys end up leaving out the room. Now, kind of find out when the young ladies made it down to the front desk, they asking the guy about it. And the hotel clerk was like, hey. Um, yeah, they came. They said they needed some extra sheets. And the young ladies was like, wait a minute, we've been here all week. You've never seen any guys come into our room. Not only that, the person did not know my last name. They just gave you a room number. But you give them a key to my room. And gave them a key and came up. And I listened. I, I paid attention to the video. Of course, the young lady did file uh, a police report. Um, the police came out. And as they talking with the guy, kind of find out the two guys gave him a $100 bill. And he's like, what is this for? He was like, oh, it's, I'm just trying to tip you. Now, bad enough, you went and gave someone key to their room to a complete stranger. Right. Then you turn around, you accept a hundred dollars from them. 
And in the video, the young lady actually says, so basically, you sold them my key. Mm -hmm. And he was trying to explain everything about this situation, but it wasn't making sense. Even the police officer was saying, no, this don't make sense. Because coming into a hotel, you just don't give out people door keys. Right. And you don't have their name. You don't check ID. Their name is not on the room. So the guy was like, he kind of shook it off, but a police report had been filed. Um, in the video, the young lady actually said she already contacted her attorney, what she should. Right. Because at this point, like the police can't really do anything about it. Um, as they said in the video, they need to take it up with corporate. Um, but, uh, they did go on to question the young man at the counter a little bit more because they're trying to, you know, understand, like, you just gave someone a room key and you didn't even follow just like your policy. Like, what's your policy on that? Cause I know when I go travel, if I, you know, if I lose my key, they're looking for my ID. See if I have a reservation, they're looking at a computer, if I'm authorized to be there, like all these checks and balances are in place. And then some dude's like, oh, yeah, I'm here with Shannon um, and we need extra towels. And the guy's like, no, we can't give you towels. We'll bring them up later. But here's a room key. Exactly. Well, see, that's another problem that the young lady kept talking about. She kept saying, now, the guy said as soon as they came into the hotel, they asked for the room key for this room and then turned around and said, oh, we're going to need extra sheets, too. Right. Extra sheets. Right. Not towels, but sheets. <laughs> and I'm like, that don't that don't add up. That don't make sense to me because I know it's been many of times um, my wife and I may surprise each other with a trip or something. And, um, if she surprised me with one or if I surprised her with one. And whoever set up the hotel, we may forget to put that a person name on the hotel. And it actually happened one time. We was, <laughs> we was on a trip. I think we went to Aruba or somewhere. And um, it was for our anniversary. But um, I surprised her where we went. And I forgot to make sure she got a, a key. But she went back to the room before me and I think I stopped off to grab something to eat or something, whatever it was, but she just went right before me, but she didn't have a key. So, um, and they wouldn't give her one. Right. So the thing is that hotel is wrong. So as we started to uh, look more into this, uh, Miss Reese, yeah. she actually yeah. found the story about a lawsuit going on right now. Yeah, like there are three hotel chains being sued by victims of human trafficking. Major and like, hotel yeah, chains. these are major hotel chains like Wynnum, uh, Hotels and Resorts, Comfort Inn and Suites, Hilton Worldwide Holdings. Um, and they're being sued for gross negligence. Um, I know this, uh, t this is all taking place in Texas. Uh, what was it, Houston yeah, area? Um, and they're proposing, um, with the, like a Texas Senate bill, uh, which would 
hold building owners um, and landlords liable for failing to stop trafficking uh, trafficking activities on their premises. Um, I know right now it didn't pass because of all this stuff that's going on, because this is a recent story. This is recent, um, but they're planning on revisiting the issue, the issue because it's a major thing. Like, yeah. uh, like hundreds and thousands of people are traffic, you know, uh, go through trafficking uh, for sex trades or just for labor, even um, all over the world. And it's not just like these third world countries. It's in the United States. In the U.S. And this story actually came out April 24th, 2020. Yeah. So this is very new. And and it really got me when I seen Doubletree. Man, those cookies are good. <laughs> but at what not price do you want those cookies? Oh, they You're going to get good. different kind of cookies. They cook exactly. <laughs> they cook is a good, especially when they first come out the oven. I'm, I'm like, look, never mind. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a big concern because when we go on vacation, sometimes we lose focus. We're excited about the vacation, what's going on at that time, but we forget about our safety, right? Uh, our surroundings. Because the only thing we want to do is turn up. Right. Have a good time. You want to relax. You don't want so, to think about the dangers of the world. You're at a resort. Uh, you know, these big name resorts, you saved your hard earned cash to go on these trips all around the world or, you know, a staycation. And then turn around and it's like you have people giving out room keys without question and you can end up missing, wrapped up in those sheets, uh, being pushed out in the cart. And and it's kind of it's kind of make me think kind of like um uh we got married in Cancun um beautiful wedding if mm-hmm. you ever want to see the video let me know I'll make sure <laughs> it be a beautiful wedding but when we made our five year anniversary we said okay we'll go back but the crimes was so high in Mexico we didn't go back so. For our 10-year yeah. anniversary, we decided to go back. And shout out to my crew, uh, my sister, my cousin, who all came to help us celebrate. Uh, had a wonderful time. Mexico would never be the same. Yeah. But, but after we left, I think it was a week after we left, uh, a big major hotel there had a shooting. Some people came up on the hotel and shot and killed this guy on the beach at the hotel. So we have to, when we are, when we able to travel again, I'm not talking about now because right. <laughs> it, it's not safe. Uh, yeah. But when we able to travel again, please be safe. Um, as as Rissy and I was preparing for the show, we started talking about I believe it was last year. Uh, yeah, 2019. Tainted yeah. alcohol at uh, resorts. So it's yeah. like you go to a resort and you're drinking these these special cocktails and they're special label tequilas and it's tainted with, uh, what was it, methadol? Uh, methadol or something like that. And it was, make, it was killing people. People were like uh, passing out. And they were being robbed and assaulted or killed. 
just from this alcohol and the hotel chains, they were like a part of this whole thing. It's like they're robbing people. And it's like you can't even go to a hotel and drink, you know, sealed beverages or, you know, something from the bar without thinking, oh, this could be tainted. Well, I think some of it was coming from um, the liquor they have in the room. Right. Which I I never trusted. If they don't have a seal on it, I don't fool with it. Right. Um, but just the the bar, they may have a a um, like a mini of, bar, yeah, or one whatever. of the bar trays where you just open the vial and pour it in there. But still, yeah, because my understanding it was like a, one of their special labeled beverages that were tainted because it was like millions of gallons of this oh, stuff wow. that was being yeah. So this was like they sealed it, they packaged it. It was like a thing, and they were hurt, harming people, all the tourists. And so now it's like, like it almost like I've always wanted to go back and do a resort on a beach. And now I'm just like, maybe I'll just stick with Carnival. At least they won't try to kill me. <laughs> you know, may yeah. throw me off the the boat, but I'm not gonna die of like random you know, alcohol poisoning or something. Mm. Um, so that, uh, that's crazy. We want to know how you feel about it. You can chat with us live in the chat room uh, on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, um, Periscope, and um, Twitch. So whatever your comment is about what we're talking about, if it's something else you would like to uh, uh, discuss, definitely let us know and Hey, we will we'll answer your question live on the air. Uh, please don't wait until we start saying our goodbyes to start chiming in. Uh, <laughs> we've been having that quite a bit, so and but it's okay, we'll answer your question and we'll move on. But, um, so only thing I'm asking everyone to do when you go on trips, please be careful. Pay attention to your surrounding. Um, pay attention to, you never know this day and time because someone could be watching you and you don't know. Don't accept drinks from somebody who you don't know. Um, someone say, hey, you want to go skiing or whatever? You don't know them, don't go. Stay with your group. Stay with your group. Now, and don't fear too far off the reservation. Exactly. And see, when we was talking, I mentioned to you about a, a incident that happened in Jamaica maybe a year or two ago. Two sisters was out there on vacation and um, they was enjoying themselves and they was like on the second or third floor of the hotel. So they had the patio door open. And some guy climbed up the uh, wall, came in, tried to, uh, I think he sexually assaulted one and had a gun on them and one of them back in her home state i believe it was michigan i don't know for sure um it was actually uh um she she had a concealed handgun license and she basically uh uh was able to wrestle his gun from him and also uh they end up shooting the guy. So he jumped off the balcony and they caught him a couple of days later. So that that's what we have to be concerned about. No matter where you're going, 
please be careful. Even if you're in your own state, please be careful. Pay attention to your surroundings because human trafficking is very real, just like the coronavirus is real, too. It's real. Um, uh, welcome to uh, Anarchy Racing One. Um, <laughs> don't know. I believe. Oh, they're on Periscope. Never leave your drinks unattended. You're right. You cannot leave your drinks unattended. Mm-hmm. I don't care if right. if I have to go to. And the that's bathroom. rule one that women learn. You know, but they do it all the time. But also, you know, stay with your groups. Exactly. Keep tabs on. Like you don't have to babysit each other, but if you came together, leave together. Exactly. If it's four of y'all, two of you go to the restroom together. If you exactly. Uh, or all you, all of you go together, <laughs> or you know the two watch each other's drinks, and not not just the sisters, but also the guys too. For the simple fact, mm-hmm. you know, oh, they people still, yeah, they be stealing uh, organs and stuff. So, right. uh, but it also never fails. There was a story. Um, I want to say it's last year. Businessman uh, was at a bar, and it was a nice hotel. I can't remember which one it was. Um, had a drink, a nice young lady came up to him, someone that was kind of out out of his league, <laughs> but he was excited, you know, took her to the room, and then all of a sudden, he wakes up, his stuff is gone. <laughs> yeah. Like, women can be just as much of a, a predators as a, the men, so you got to watch yourselves, fellas. That's how they get you. They try to, they find your weakness and get to you. Yeah. And and if and as for the sisters, um if you know you have because it's one in every group. You have one person in every group that drink enough for everybody. If y'all have always to, gotta find them. Exactly. If y'all need to put uh one of those little uh child things on them where they can't get too far, do it <laughs> just to make sure they are safe. Um, so definitely when you are out and about, pay attention to your surrounding. I'm glad these sisters were okay, but if those guys would have had the wrong sisters, it would have been a whole different story. Yeah. <laughs> different headline. Exactly. Uh, like we need towels cause we got all this blood in the room. Exactly. Matter of fact, I think. And some peroxide. I think one of them. Said she was in the restroom and she came. Yes. Like, was, did somebody come in here? Right. So, like, they could have been sleeping. One girl that she said was on the sofa. And so they could have been, like, undressed or halfway dressed. And, you know, like, and these dudes just coming on in, like, hey, how's it going? And another thing that upset me about the the front desk clerk, they asked him, they said, hey, um, can you void our keys at all the keys connected to that room and give us brand reprogram us brand new keys? This fool said he wants to. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you want to? That sounds like you're saying you want to, but you're not. Right. So my thing, I'm like, wait a minute, you want to? You should have been like, matter of fact, let me move y'all to another room. Exactly. With a new key. Exactly. So I I have funny thoughts about it because when I heard that he accepted 
a hundred dollars. Like he might be a part of it. Right. I mean, the fact that he was just so willing to give away a key anyway, like without thought. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's her name. Maybe he didn't even know the lady's last name. He didn't look it up in the system to see if that was the right room. He was like, oh, it's Shelby Smith or something. Like, <laughs> and she's like, that's not my last name. Like, that's my first name. But, like, the fact that you just picked a random room and then all of a sudden just like, oh, yeah. Well, see, not only that, I don't think her name was on the reservation. She, uh, I think she was the one on the reservation, but um, uh, she had a uh, another person who was talking to the front desk. Because okay. the girl, yeah, because she was the one filming. Okay, I thought the one that was filming saying it was only her name and somebody else's name, but mm-hmm. that yeah. person's name wasn't on there. But mm-hmm. either way, it's not right. It's exactly. not right. Um, please protect yourself at all times. Um, Always use that, slide that bar over when you in your room. <laughs> exactly. That's another thing. That, that extra lock, always use it. it. Because it's and, like, you may have a key to come in, but you ain't getting far. And then um, even when my wife and I, we go to um, uh, whenever we were going on vacation, um, I always keep my do not disturb sign on it. For no, nobody right. to come in. And that was one thing the young lady mentioned. She said, um, we don't even have housekeeping coming, coming in. Exactly. But this guy gave our keys away so i'm like man um yeah i don't know what kind of service they have out there but like i remember just going to louisiana and we just weren't happy with our room we had to go through so many rooms like they kept accommodating us because it was like one of the uh beds had like it looked like mold there were spots all over the sheets one of the rooms they traded, uh, changed us uh, in, had like a weird slope in the floor. I was like, we're going to break our necks. So it was just like, they're old hotels. Um, but, you know, Louisiana, they, you know, pretty much keep it the way it was back in the day. So um, the fact that this guy didn't even offer up another room or offer up, you know, some kind of security, like a new key. um like it makes me believe that he's in on this and this is I mean the fact that he was like well we can't give you any sheets right now but here's some keys and we'll bring them up like why like cause sheets like they have extra sheets in the room like you have an extra little blanket and an extra sheet for like a pull out you know sofa or the you know cot that you can get and the fact that he needed extra sheets like he was about to carry some people off uh, something and and the security is supposed to have been taking um extra sheets up there, right? Which is crazy, um, but like I said, be safe uh, going traveling once we get off punishment and able to travel. <laughs> and unfortunately, looking at the numbers, we may not be getting off punishment no time soon. Yeah, like uh, I'm cool with staying at home because that's what I did anyway, and I only went out for poker. And, you know, a few dining, you know, excursions. But I miss, like, going to the beach. You know, I miss just going somewhere. 
That's not my sofa. <laughs> yeah, we had planned a family cruise um, for June, and that was going to be our birthdays and one of our nephew's birthdays, and we didn't make it. Yeah, uh, the 4th of July weekend was our uh, cruise day. We were going to, I guess, a four-day cruise, I think it was. And I was like, it would have been nice, like, if we weren't contaminated (laughs) going through this situation to see, like, the fireworks from sea, if they, you know, if we could see them, you know, because we would be coming back at about that time. Yeah. And I actually uh, just pulled up, man, 1201 new cases today. 1,201 new Like, have we even plateaued? We haven't, We just keep going up. Like, we're still in this first round. And and I'm, I just don't understand the governor, uh, our president, where they trying to force these schools open. Listen, these kids, I saw on uh, Facebook somebody posted you know, kids can't even control the lice outbreak. How are they going to control COVID? <laughs> like, seriously, kids are just, especially kids, like, in elementary school. You, they they are sniffing and snotting, hugging each other, sharing drinks, sharing hugs, sharing all this stuff. They don't know what space is. They don't know what social distancing is. Like, they, they hear it. But they don't comprehend it. They just see, well, my friend doesn't look sick. Look at my friend, you know. Exactly. And then there's patient zero walking off. And then y'all, it's just a giant Petri dish in one class. And not only that, I, w- I would ask everyone, please take COVID-19 serious. Because I read a story yesterday. Uh, this young lady was from Tennessee. Her and her friends went to Atlanta for the weekend. And as soon as she got there, she didn't feel good. So two or three days later, she went to the hospital. And she get a, she called their mom, told her she was at the hospital. She wasn't feeling good. Then turned around. Um, the next time she called, her mom talking to her on FaceTime. She was like, what's wrong with your eyes? And then the phone went dead. Well, the next time it was the doctor call. By this time, her mother is on her way. Her doctor called her mom back and said, it's just hours before your daughter passed away. So, please, I see people going on trips all the time. I see people um, just rolling free like we're not in a pandemic. I'm I'm begging you, please take this serious. Because if it was you, your family, what's going to happen, that's when reality is going to sit in. Take this very serious. I know of two different friends that have actually had COVID-19. And uh, they're in two different places. And it just broke my heart to hear that they got it. I don't know how they got it. I don't care how they got it. But the thing is, this thing is serious. And all the ones that are saying that it's fake, it's not real. It's, when it hit close to home, then you will realize how serious this is. Now, 
one of my friends, he did, they both did quarantine. One of them, she actually said that uh, she's um, just took another test and she have to test negative twice before she's in the clear. So she's waiting for the result for, for the test she just took. So please, please take this serious. All the precautions you can take, wear your mask. Um, try not to get out if you don't have to. So I'm asking you, please take this serious because it's, this is not a, a game. It's not a joke. It's not political, regardless of what our leaders are trying to say about it's a political move. No, it's not. You're playing Russian roulette with people's lives. Just like um, Dan Patrick, I almost broke my damn phone. I almost <laughs> broke my phone when I seen the, seen the news where he was talking about um, um, uh, the mayor down in Houston making it a political because he counseling the Republican Party down there. It don't have a damn thing to do with political views or anything like this. This is people's lives you are playing with. As long as these people keep going to these rallies and all of this, just like the last one, it was an outbreak in Tulsa. All the people that have it from Tulsa and they're traveling back to wherever they coming from, what if it's by car, plane, train, or whatever, and all those people they could be contaminating, you got to open up your damn mind and think about it, because this is not a game. This is real. And that's the problem, because everybody thinks, oh, well, it's, I'm careful, but they can, you know, you don't, you may not have symptoms. You could have, be, what is it, asymptomatic, and just be passing around your peers, uh, your loved ones, and not even know that you have it. Because people think, well, I feel fine. I'm going out. Why should I wear a mask? Why should I make myself uncomfortable because this thing's out here? Everybody else is protecting themselves. Like, people need to think beyond that. Exactly. So... I'm going to get off that because I'm, I'm really trying to do good, but <laughs> just through pity to get me get me upset. Yeah, because... and then they have the nerve to get sick and then be like, I need a GoFundMe to help me since I don't have insurance. Exactly. <laughs> so, look, I'm asking everybody that is listening, please protect yourself. Protect yourself because... Once you get it, it's a 50-50 chance. You may be a healthy person, but once you get it, you don't know what might happen. That's just like the um, uh, the actor last week that passed away said he was in great shape. And next thing you know, he had it. He fought it for 91 days or something, and they end up amputating his leg. Um, and he still passed away from it. And for somebody who is stupid enough to say that's all fake news, that's politician, that's the news trying to scare somebody. Well, why don't you go over to the hospital and see? Right. Well, they're not allowed. (laughs) Exactly. Because it's like, 
I think I think we need more fear, like because the, the people aren't taking this serious enough, and I think we need to see more of the reality of it. Like, show the people in the hospitals um, suffering and all the ailments that uh, that come with it, because it's it's like having a flu. Everyone, well, not like that, but everybody reacts differently to different ailments, and with COVID. It, it affects your lungs. It could affect, you know, your circulatory system. It could affect your mind. Like all these new symptoms keep popping up every day. And like it's taking people out just by random inflictions and just not knowing how you would be affected by this should keep you at home. Exactly. And we should see more and more stories about how people are being affected. And I think that the government and you know just the system needs to enforce like the stay at home regulations like if you are not a delivery person if you're not a uh, a health care provider stay home yeah if, if you don't if you not if you don't have to be out there don't do it don't do it and what our leaders need to do talking about from trump down they just need to come out and say, hey, this is serious. But because he's trying to get a vote, he, he had never said. So that's that's my point of it. Um, but the whole thing is, it, it's, it's an issue. It's a big issue. Um, because people just don't don't believe in it. Um, kind of like... Um, what was that story um, you sent me earlier about Karen? Uh, uh, another Karen attack. They're all over. Uh, yeah. This one, she, she called a the cops on a man waiting outside his home in the car for his son, son to <laughs> So she, she um, he actually got out his car and she was telling him, I guess, to go away. And he, he was like, well, fine, I'll go in a house. But then she blocked his way to his house. Like, lady, like, what is wrong with people? Just the fact these people have the nerve to just go up to random people. Like, there's no fear because they know they call the cops. The chances of, you know, there being an issue with a person of color gonna they're gonna have problems it's gonna be high <laughs> yeah and you see more and more videos of some of them um wanting to and the you know and they and this will be the first the main one saying oh i don't see color yeah and they want to cough on people spit on people well yes you do karen um because in his car for his son I'm a dealer <laughs> yeah I'm not that lucky. And it's like, well, no. where do you live? <laughs> exactly. Now, if she came up to my house, I'm gonna give her tell her one time. Like here's Smith and Wesson. You talk to them. <laughs> tell them one time. You better get the stepping. <laughs> go on now. Get off my go property. We all run around here. You don't <laughs> get on now. Scat. Uh, <laughs> Who are your people gone now? Right. I don't know you, but you better get the hell on. 
I don't care where you go, but you got to get there. Right. Like, uh, you in my um, space. Always inciting fear, so, but they would approach a person in a minute. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I know we talked offline and talked about the uh, Paycheck Protection Program. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And, uh, Pimp, I mean, uh, Dr. Phil. <laughs> Pimp. Had, uh, <laughs> well, because I'm like this. If you are a big major company mm-hmm. and you are applying for this uh, loan and you are a billion dollar company or almost a billion dollar company, yeah. if like, forget about the litter, man. Because, of course, yeah, the more that you're out of worth, the more you're going to get. Exactly. Exactly. So, and then they're and, uh, like, they're just as greedy. It's like, you don't need this. You got insurance, you got all these things in place to keep your business kind of, you know, staying afloat. But it's those little mom and pop shops that are struggling to stay open. A few of them, like, they're closing up. And you have like Bath and Body Works and all these companies thinking about filing a chat was it chapter 13 because they can't get the loans you know because like they're having problems filling out the paperwork and getting assistance um but it's like the mom and pops they have they don't stand a chance and there was a couple of uh major restaurants here in dallas that that actually received the money but they gave it back and which they mm-hmm. should they're a billion dollar company what you need it for exactly so but not everybody's I'm, thinking like that um yeah yeah you're right everybody not thinking about it and then with dr phil um getting his money i think um one of his company got uh one to three million or something another one got from two to five million or something right and i'm like okay but here it is you have the small independent business when they apply oh they can't get approved and all of this and and it a list came out the other day too a, a list right of all the people yeah that uh, got it, um, and and a lot of them, I guess, when you know, that's that old saying. Uh, it's about who you know, because a lot of these companies that received the loans were people that Trump knew. Um, even like First Baptist in Dallas downtown, they got they pocket full too, which. Uh, hey, <laughs> vice president just went there. And they received that loan money too. So, and there's a lot of other major companies. Uh, was it the what was that where uh, the Patriot owner got caught in uh, in Florida? Uh, the massage parlor. I want to say. I kind of think they got some, but I don't know for sure. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, 
But there are a lot of, you know, multi-million dollar corporations and companies that got the, um, the protection plan. Um, but it's just like, I thought when they put that in place that they capped it like they did with the stimulus plan, you know, you, you couldn't get it if you made X amount of dollars. If your company was worth X amount of dollars, I thought that you couldn't go after these these loans or these the assisted programs. But you see all these these millionaires and they're just raking it in. Exactly. And so I'm just a little confused on how they're able to get it. And then, you know, the mom and pop shops can't even get a fraction to keep them afloat and their workers. Because and yet, we're supposed to live off of twelve hundred dollars for what four months going on five, I think, right? Yeah, uh, no, yeah, yeah, something like that. Long time, I lost count. Sometimes I, I, I don't even know what day it is. I have to look <laughs> at my phone and find out the dates and all of that. I'm like, man, what day is it? Well, even when I look at it, I'm still like lost. Like, wait. Yeah, it says the next Thursday. Wait, where are we in this year? Like the year is almost over. Be like every every day feel like Sunday to me. Right. It's Um, ridiculous. But I I just don't agree with that. I feel that uh, the money should have been used wisely. Should have been because I'm like this. And I I don't know finances like that, but hopefully somebody in the chat that knows it let it help us on it because first thing they want to do when it come down to a, a crisis or something like that, first thing they want to do is bail out the airlines, um, bail out the airlines, which they charge enough price if they stop um, partying quite a bit. And all of that. Well, they also have a lot of stakeholders too, and I think that's what they're protecting. They always protect, you know, their money. And um, when you have large uh, shareholders, you know, people who have a you know financial stake in their you know business, they're going to protect it. And that's the problem with a lot of these companies, like the airlines. Welcome to the show, Mike Hill. Um... Mike Hill is listening on uh, Periscope. He said uh, human trafficking was terrible oh, on the <laughs> high 95 today. Um, uh, okay, someone else is on Periscope. Said um, uh, Ireland, Ireland gave 350 per person per week and still give us now. See, that's that's taking care of the people. Now, Sealand, did they also uh, stop your mortgage payment, your rent, or go a little bit more in detail about that? I understand that three hundred fifty per person, but did they have it set up where you couldn't be evicted or or anything like that? You can lose your home. Um, if you know, please let us know. So, and he's, uh, they're also on Periscope too. So definitely um, uh, send your information in no matter where you are. Um, but we definitely, um, 
have to protect ourselves. Uh, he said, yes, ball stop. I assume everything stopped. Uh, you didn't have no rent payment, no mortgage payment, and all of that. When he said, yes, ball stop. So um, he said, yes, no eviction are allowed. Um, so, and I don't understand why the biggest country, the uh, the United States cannot come up with a plan where we can uh, take care of our people. It's bad enough that our veterans, after they get at the service, they're not well taken care of. But then when it's a pandemic, you're more, you really want to, um, um, you really want to open up everything back up in the middle of a pandemic and you're more concerned about getting a vote than you are the well-being of your people, where you don't even want people to um, vote by mail, but you want to send a stimulus check by mail. Right. But they couldn't even get that out right. <laughs> exactly. Like, so, there are uh, people who still didn't get it. Sealand said no eviction, uh, allowed banks waiting in not to profit so they're the banks are not making a profit right now and that's fine it's it's basically they're taking care of their people right and uh you you're absolutely right he said your country is really a corporation it is yes and when we have a a businessman as the leader of the free world that is not free because this world is not free it's been a proven fact but when you have a um a businessman running the country like a business this is what happened these are the things that happen they don't care about the little man if you don't have a certain status they're not gonna care about you he can well, it's care not even you. this one because remember the last time they did that bailout um when we were tanking and they bailed out the corporations yeah. and they didn't, they should have just given us some money to bail us out from our finances, like to pay off our debts and maybe, you know, our student loans and things like that. But they didn't. They gave all this money to the corporations that just held on to it. They didn't even try to retain their employees. And which that's what that money was for. Exactly. Um, they definitely, because we was talking, I was like, uh, um, I was like, you know what? If they gave everybody <laughs> in America that paid taxes, if they gave us just say a hundred thousand, hundred thousand, that's going to boost the economy, right? It's going to boost it because what's going to happen? People going to going to spend money. They're going to spend it. But that would never happen. Um, Celine asked, didn't Trump go bankrupt six times? Yeah. It's uh, five or six times, wasn't it? It had been a, had been a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And speaking of Trump, um, <laughs> <laughs> I got a message earlier that um, uh, the prosecutor, 
and um, New York is going to be able to see his taxes. Finally going to be able to see his taxes. Congress won't be able to see it yet. He haven't made a decision about it. But the prosecutor in New York is going to see it uh, based upon a case. So we might hear a lot of stuff come on out of there. Uh, it been uh, no, either when I see it or hear it. <laughs> yeah, it it been alleged, it been alleged that he actually um had to pay some folks off with uh sexual misconduct, uh, some parents off for sexual misconduct. So allegedly, I wasn't there, but. It's supposed to be in his taxes where he had to pay all this money. Um, Sealand also said they don't understand if people are poor, they cannot spend. Exactly. If 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 the U.S. because if they gave everyone who filed for taxes gave everybody a hundred thousand, it still would not add up to the money that they gave in the last bailout. Matter of fact, I think I seen in the last bailout. They said they could have gave everybody a million dollars and we still would have wouldn't have been as much. So um you're right. Head they don't understand it. That's because when when you are um have money, when you have money like that, you don't care about the small man because you're looking down on them. But what a lot of people fail to realize when your day comes and you have to go meet your maker, you can have all the money in the world. It won't make a difference. You can't take it with you. <laughs> you definitely yeah. cannot. But take it's almost it with like you. they need someone to be under them. It's like you have all this money and all this power, but you're not putting it to good use at the cost of, you know, keeping the, you know, the little man down. Exactly. So, Celine, I definitely want to um, thank you for your comments. Uh, share it with a friend. Uh, we're on, on Monday nights and Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time. I'm not sure what time it is over there, but definitely tune in. Let a friend know. And uh, I normally try to come back on uh, another night within a week. So, just depends on what's going on in the world. So definitely um, let your friends know. We appreciate you for tuning in and um, uh, keep your comments coming. Um, we definitely love the feedback and um, um, welcome to the show. Keep coming. But uh, you mentioned earlier about um, uh, what was that? Uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, um, it looks like they, oh, what was the story? They won a suit of, I guess, trying to get, and uh, I guess, a, I want to say it's a 19 million acres of land in Oklahoma. Um, I get uh, to, I guess, reclaim it. Um, but I think there's more to it than just the area. It's, uh, I want to say they're discussing like the, uh, the separation of their laws versus the state and how much involvement they have in 
their policies and enforcing federal regulations. So yeah, they have, they were able to consider the land, um, sacred land. Um, uh, and it's, uh, mostly, most of the eastern part of Oklahoma. So that's something that they're going through. Um, so yeah, uh, I was trying to research more of it to see what else was going on because it looked like this has been a battle that they've gone through, um, for a, a long time. And this, uh, state was reneging on their agreement. Okay. Um, which that, that happens quite a bit right. because let the truth be told. And some people try to argue about it. Um, it was Native American here before. Right. Uh, old Chris came up and stole it. <laughs> right. Thanksgiving. So, so, yeah, so like I said, most of it is partly the area. They, you know, it's sacred uh, lands and also um, one of the treaties. I guess it was from 1836 treaty, uh, treaty art. Um, the Indians shall be allowed to govern themselves, but the state is all up in the Native Americans, you know, what's, <laughs> you know, enforcing laws. And they have like these court documents from the 1800s saying, no, the, the, this is our land to do what we want with it. You know, it was ours before you came here. We had our own laws. We had our own governing, you know, actions. Let us be. And the state wouldn't let them be. Sealand, <laughs> uh, he been, I don't know if it's male or female by the name. I'm not sure. Uh, but it said it's 2 a.m. there in Ireland. Uh, yeah, I think there's a six-hour difference. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I said thank you to both. And yeah, land in Oklahoma are native, uh, native land. Yes, they are. Uh, tribal land, uh, include Oklahoma City. Yes, most of, as far as I know, Oklahoma is, um, um, and also, uh, um, even the casinos there, they're, they're actually on Indian Reserve. If, um, I want to say they also own uh, the biggest casino up there. Um, they own that because I remember several years back when they purchased um, uh, Lone Star Park. They said the only way we would purchase it, lest we could get a casino here. So I don't know what the status is on that, but hey. I just don't know, but at the same time, um, um, it's so much that is, people have stole so much land in the past, um, even from, um, uh, no, I'm not aware of that. I'll talk about it in a minute. <laughs> um, but, um, People have stole so much land in the past where it's actually become um, American was stolen right. from the beginning. And that's what I don't understand. Like, I remember having a conversation with one of my poker buddies. 
upper middle class, you know, has property in Florida on the lake and then a home in DFW, you know, area. And we were just talking about, I was like, how, how did the people just take land that wasn't theirs? And he just goes, well, because they have deeds, but how did they get deeds on something they didn't own? And he was like, well, the courts gave it to them. So it's theirs. They paid for these deeds on this land. And he just didn't get it. I'm like, but how do you enforce something that's not yours? Like, I can just go to somebody's house and it's like, well, I went to the courts and they said this house is mine now. So you got to get out. But see, hold on. It's a legal document. I'm going to tell you how it happened. Because when you said it, it came to me. (laughs) Um, So how they did that was First of all, they came over here and decided they was going to do a Thanksgiving dinner, whatever, a feast. And then once they did what they did, they put their friends in a uh, legal position. So, of course, they the ones that signed the deed over to them and their family. But then they're going to turn around and they decide they're going to bring our ancestors over and when they brought them over, they want to get 400 years of free labor. Now, unfortunately, some people are still enslaved. So with what's going on today, as for in America, um, it's one of those things where we see people that other races, they get paid for this problems that happened to them and all of that during that time. But here it is. African-Americans have been in it for was what, almost 400 years or something? Well, over 400. But, Just the struggle is real. Like, exactly. even though we've come a long way, we still have a long way to go. So, uh, no, I wasn't aware there is a fundraising for the tribes and Sudi Dakota, uh, uh, two hundred thousand raised so far. No, I wasn't aware of that. Uh, he also said they print the deeds. Yeah, but it's just like again, you have these people just coming from other lands, you know, taking territory and claiming it and saying, "All right, well, this is mine. I have a legal document gone," and then going over to another country, kidnapping people, killing them, bringing them over for free labor and saying, you know what? They're not really people. They're like cattle. (laughs) Like Exactly. Cattle don't have laws. They don't have rights. They don't, they're not Christian. They're just savage. They don't even speak the language. So they're, they're a slave. They're no more than animals that tend the yard, you know, like, and and the laws, you know, back them. That's the crazy thing. It's like we have actual men and women and children being, you know, murdered, killed, raped, and, you know, just worked to death for generations. And I know other people are like, well, other races had slaves. Yeah, but there were terms. They were indentured slaves. Like they or they could run away and no one's going to like chase them down because of the color of their skin because they blend in. Exactly. You know, it's like they had terms. Yeah, you can work off your debt for 10 years. But guess what? At the end of those 10 years, 
You were a free man. Your children were free. It was just your service to do. It wasn't your whole family, you know, your your children's children, the children after that, your great-grandpappy, your six-time grandpappy after that. Like, you were born a slave, you died a slave for generations. And, you know, just the, the fact that people are like, well, other countries had slaves. Yeah, but there were degrees of slaves. <laughs> like, they were indentured, which meant they were terms. So, like, it just boggles my mind that the government that we live in, you know, that ruled this world allowed this to happen. And and for our president to make that comment last week about <laughs> learn um, your history. Learn your history because we'll go back to it. <laughs> These kids will burn every like you think the riots for just the, the protests are, are, are out of control. Tell us we're going back to slave days. This whole nation to be exp- like burnt up. <laughs> like there'll be no more laws. <laughs> like <laughs> no. I yeah. wish I wish somebody would. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like like what what was that? Who said that? Um um Cedric the Entertainer <laughs> talking about <laughs> white people wish. <laughs> I, I wish, you know, you would do this. <laughs> uh, or and then we're we like, no, they hope and we wish somebody would do something. I think it was Cedric Entertainer. Because we just wait for the moment for somebody to pop off or do something crazy. Oh, I wish he would and see what happens. Okay. Um, um, is still uh, typing. Oh, let me go to this one first. Uh, so, are you saying that um, it's a slave market in, in Israel? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's st- like over, you know, uh, in our other countries, the slave market is real. Like there are still people working. Sl- like we had someone in, I think it was um, a few years back. There were, it was an African family. They brought this girl over with, you know, um, for housekeeping or, you know, just tending to the kids like an au pair type situation. And the deal was you bring me here, I'll work and you pay for my school or something like that. She never got to see that school. They kept her in the closet. That happened here <laughs> in Texas, right? Yeah, in Plano. Yeah. It was in Plano. And I think and it Yeah, poor child. Like she was everything. She was a sex slave. She was a slave slave. She got no income. She was just like old school. Like they kept her in the closet. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, it's all over. Like, there's still modern day slavery that occurs now. All races, like, it crosses other countries, but it still exists. And is it? Yeah. Um, he's. I don't know if it's a male or a female, but uh, Celine is telling us that. it's slave market in Libya and across the kingdom, Saudi Arabia now. So it's not just the United States. It's all right, over. Right, it's all over. Um, I think um, somebody did a report on that last year or something, and they're talking about the slave market is, well, this track, uh, sex uh, traf- human sex trafficking. trafficking is a huge business. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, 
that's when that movie uh came out trafficking um a couple of years ago i think um taney had uh invested in that movie uh ti wife had invested in it uh to make that movie but um that was that's real it's yeah. real and that's one of the issues that we have in all across this world all across this world because um yeah. even um i think dallas is a hot spot miami oh yeah for is, sure atlanta is a hot spot and um it's a lot of places that are hot spots in the u.s yeah where, but even uh, in texas they had was it texas they had that big bust it was like they saved like two thousand kids from human trafficking and it was like a huge thing on the news i want to i don't know if it was last year or the beginning yeah it was probably the end of the last year there was a big bust where they saved like two thousand just wasn't even just kids just people from human trafficking um i'm not sure um let me I'm trying to pull it up now. Yeah, because um, um, oh, it was three thousand. Oh, three thousand. Yeah, over three thousand people saved. It's a video though, and ICE arrested nearly two thousand human traffickers in 2016. No, um, so there was something that was more recent. Yeah, it's it's a video, but it's um. It's say over 3,000 people saved from human trafficking in okay. 2019. Uh, let me see if I can find out the location. So, um, let's see. They, in, uh, was it August 2019, they said 100 child sex trafficking victims were rescued. Um, and that was 2019. Dozens of set traffickers. See, and I want to say it was either somewhere in Texas or almost positive, but it was like it was a lot of people. And it was like last year. It wasn't that long ago. Let me see. Could I Let's see. Human that? trafficking in 2020. Uh, That's one I just pulled. <laughs> I, <was laughs> I know. I'll find. I'll try to find it, and then maybe like next time talk about it yeah. um, and bring it up so we can back it up. Because uh, I just I, remember it was like a big story, and I was like, "That's like here in the United States, like all these people, and they had this big old sting operation." Uh, well, it looked like they have uh, forces on human. Oh. Hold on, let me pull this story up. I'm talking about sex, sex trafficking. And, uh, let me do 2019. Because it wasn't, the, I don't think it was this year, but. Um, yeah. Because I, I know it was, a, it was like a large amount. But yeah, three, what, 600 or 6,600 uh, child victims since. 2003 have been rescued and recovered from sex trafficking. Now, now one thing about the show, we may have topics, but if other topics do come up, uh, we may have to pull it up online and and do research right then and there. 
as they come up because technology is um, great in it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So this just came out um, uh, in April, April 24th. It said, despite the pandemic, human trafficking still persists. Uh, oh, yeah. The coronavirus is now working its way into advertisements for women being sold for sex, according to the FBI. So, and they're like one of the spots is New York. Um, so, yeah, we we may have to do another show on this one and uh, do more research on it and and expose some things because we we have to really uh, protect ourselves and young kids that are listening young kids when you're on social media please if somebody talking about meeting you let your parents know let your parents know because you never know who you are talking to it you could be anybody online so definitely if somebody talking about, hey, what time your parents go to work? I want to meet you. I'm a 14, 15-year-old boy or girl or whatever. You don't know who that person is. So don't give out your personal information. Be but safe. also, the, the, they're, you know, they could also be talking to recruits who are their age, who speak their language. Exactly. You know, they have little recruits out there. Little little fifteen year old Timmy recruits this little fifteen fourteen year old girl, and now she's being sold because she liked this little fifteen year old boy. Like it's like the new puppy. Like, oh, come see my new puppy, and then you're in a white van <laughs> in a cargo ship. So definitely protect yourself while you're online. And parents, parents, I know you have a new school your kids during this time but still monitor what they're doing online pay attention to them because all the time i see posts about young kids missing uh, for whatever reason and um so definitely protect yourself protect your kids and if you're in a neighborhood and you see something that is not right say something say something, do something, uh, report it. Uh, I say all the time, re- record it from a distance, record it from a distance and um, and be safe about it. But if you see a young child getting, trying to get kidnapped or whatever, um, I pray and hope I never see it because I'm going to do whatever I can to stop it. So uh, definitely uh, protect our young folks. These are our next leaders. So, uh, other than that, um, we're going to try to get up out of here. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. Also, um, got a message last night. If you need the coronavirus testing, um, Friendship West is doing it every Thursday through the month of July from 9 to 1 p.m. It's free to get tested. Um, if you need to get tested, definitely get tested. Um, you may not have any symptoms, but you could be carrying the virus. 
So if you've been around hanging out with folks, get tested. Please, it can save your life, can save other people's lives. Also, um, um, I believe she said it's Friday. I'm not sure about the date. I have to get with her. Uh, I think she said Friday. I'm going to find out for sure, but I know Ms. Kincaid did mention that Cornerstone Baptist Church in Arlington will be doing a a food drive where they're going to be giving out food. I have to find out the date. I believe she said Friday or Saturday. I will find out and get the information to you. Um, And um, so, Miss Risky. (laughs) (laughs) So, what's going on in your world? Uh, Nothing much. I'm still trying to get inspired to write more things so I can put them out. Um, Working on a few things and uh, trying to sell what I already have. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to uh, go on my page. I do have a page with my uh, novels, riskybooks.com, R-S-K-E-E. I can be found on Instagram. Uh, Facebook, but I usually do most of my communication on Instagram. Um, and just look around there and check out my stories. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. Like I said, if you are a author, please um, send me an email. Um, uh, send me an email and we will I'm going to try to get a show up uh, set up where we can actually give you the opportunity to have your work on the show. Um, Author, musician, uh, whatever it is, uh, send me an email. Follow me on YouTube. um, Speak on it with Who You With, Kurt Doe, Facebook. Uh, Definitely follow me on YouTube. Go to the page, like, share. And we're trying to get set up where we can also um, broadcast on Instagram at the same time. I got the thing in, but it don't work. Uh, <laughs> my phone too heavy. So <laughs> I'm like, all right, so I, I got to send it back and get another one. But other than that, hey, um, we appreciate you for listening Oh, here it is. Um, I found the free uh, produce. It's July the 11th, uh, 11 to 9 a.m. So, no, I'm sorry. It's Saturday, July the 11th from 9 to 11 a.m. at Cornerstone Baptist Church in Arlington, Texas. Um, It's free. And from what Ms. Kincaid said, you do not have to be a member to come through there. You don't even have to live in Arlington to come through and get free produce. So definitely go to it. Let me get the address for you. Um, Like I said, I'm doing all this online. So (laughs) uh, uh, what's this address? I know it's off of Matlock um, over in Arlington. I want to say it's Matlock and Barton. across from the uh, uh, churches, I believe. Okay, it's 5415 Matlock Road, 
Arlington, Texas, 76018. That's 5415 Arlington, Texas. Matlock Road, Arlington, Texas, 76018. This Saturday from 9 to 11, free produce. You just pull up. They put it in your car. You keep on rolling. So definitely take advantage of it. Um, uh, Ceiling, appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, They did make a last comment. Um, So many missing girls lately. Yes, it is. Uh, People are much better than government. Some people. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. here we have a lot of issue with some people. It depends on who's in the office. But really appreciate you for listening in. I know you said it's 2 a.m. there. Uh, tune in again with us on Monday, Monday night, uh, 8 a.m. Oh, I just lied. 8 p.m. Central Time. 8 p.m. Central Time. I'll be on my bike at 8 a.m. So, uh, and he said both. Uh, Everyone else, hey, check on your loved one. Be safe. If you have to go out, protect yourself Um, because the pandemic is real. Regardless of what our president say, please get tested um, and protect yourself. Wear a mask, wash your hands, work, use sanitize, whatever you have to do. Other than that, I appreciate everybody for listening continue to talk about us uh let your friends know we're on every monday and thursday night and i would add another night on but i appreciate you love each and every one of you until next time peace